When you stop believing the stories that you are telling yourself, then you can go after your full potential, period. Hey, hurdlers, Emily Abadi here, bringing you another installment of Hurdle Moment from Hurdle. This week, I decided to talk about a question that came my way a lot over the last seven days. So many questions actually came in after that mile time trial, that mile recap episode from last Wednesday. And the biggest question of them all, how do I get faster. It's something I've chatted about a few times on the pod before, but never really have given an explicit answer. And so today I have the three things you need to do to get faster. Guaranteed. Also, if you too are running a virtual New York City marathon within the next couple of weeks, firstly, good luck. Secondly, if you have a route planned, if you have some strategies and tips, I am all ears as I'm trying to get myself together, get my act together to run it on October 31st here in New York City. So feel free to reach out to me. Let's chat about it. It's at Emily Abadi and at Hurdle Podcast over on social media. Make sure to use those handles to tag the podcast as you're listening today. If you like what you are listening to, share your takeaways, share it with your friends, Head on to the iTunes store, rate and review it. You all know the drill. I am pleased to report that we are over 904 ratings. So please, let's keep on kicking and head toward that beautiful round 1,000 number. Before we get into the swing of things today and talk about speed, I do want to take a moment and thank my friends at Beam. They are a Boston-based CBD company that is making waves in the wellness industry by offering products that combine THC-free CBD with other high-quality ingredients. I cannot say enough good things about their Focus capsules, which are now a regular part of my routine. Now, I've used CBD for a number of different things over the years, from better recovery to helping manage stress. But I will say these focus capsules take my CBD usage to a whole new level. I feel like my work days have just gotten more manageable and I feel more productive, which is something that I have definitely struggled with, with this whole work from home thing. So I usually pop my focus capsules when I'm shaking up my athletic greens first thing in the morning after my workout. And by the time I'm ready to sit down at that desk, I am ready to go. You've got to check them out for yourself. Head on over to beamtlc.com and use the code HURDLE at checkout to get 15% off your order today. Again, that is beamtlc.com. Use the promo code HURDLE for 15% off any Beam product today. It's time to pick up the pace. With that, let's get to hurdling.
fast is interpretive. There was a time for me that running a mile in under 10 minutes would have felt like a small miracle. It was something that was so totally out of my wheelhouse. Now, as I spoke about in last week's episode of Hurdle Moment, definitely check it out if you haven't done so yet. Fast for me now, over 10 years later, is breaking that six-minute mile barrier. It's running that sub three-hour and 30-minute marathon. Things, again, that once I could have never dreamed of. Over the years, time and time again, I've gotten message after message and email after email asking me, how did you get fast? How do I get fast? And so before I offer you my three foolproof tips, I do want to just say this. It's important to celebrate the fact that you're getting up and out there at all. The fact that you are ready and willing to invest in yourself, that you care about yourself enough to give yourself this time to lace up, to get up, to get out. That's really special. And that in itself is certainly something to be proud of now when it comes to picking up the pace. Okay. My first foolproof tip to picking up the pace is to pick up the pace. I know it sounds kind of silly, but in order to be a faster runner, you need to run faster. That means that if you have a goal, for example, to run a mile in under 10 minutes, then in your training, you are going to need to hit speeds that are sub a 10 minute mile. Let me break this down a little bit more. Of course, that doesn't mean that you will go out there and day in and day out aim to run a full mile at your goal pace. Not at all. What it does mean is that you should be incorporating speed work in shorter intervals into your regular programming so that you can feel what it feels like, to taste what it feels like to hit that sub 10-minute pace. So what does this look like? I know you hear this and you're like, okay, that sounds great, but what do you mean exactly? Break it down, specifics, okay. So say if you either have a track that you can use or perhaps you're just running in your neighborhood, if you are aiming for that 10-minute mile, and of course this number can be whatever you want it to be, then maybe you'll do a workout where you're doing one minute on, one minute off at that 9.55 goal pace. And you don't need to be doing this for 20 minutes or so. Instead, you could be doing one minute on, one minute off for six reps. And that can be a really great workout. Now, the next question, what do I do on the off reps? Well, you can either walk, you can jog, but again, there should be no emphasis on speed whatsoever in those off reps. By flexing this muscle, by trying it out and feeling what it feels like to run faster than your goal pace, you are teaching your muscles. You are developing that muscle memory and 
pushing the envelope so that you can get more comfortable with the uncomfortable. I would say that running faster for sure has been the biggest change of all that I have really made over the past few years. And I have seen huge, huge gains because of it, not just again in that one mile time trial, but also in the marathon and well, everywhere else. The second foolproof tip when it comes to running faster is finding the right gear. I now have like three to four items in my run faster toolbox, so to speak, that I cannot imagine my life without. And I'll tell you what those are in just a second. But what I will say about this is that it took a lot of trial and error to find these Goldilocks items. It takes the guesswork out of some efforts that already feel hard enough, right? If I am getting up and heading down to the track or going out for a run and I'm trying to pick up my pace, I already have enough to worry about. I want to focus on the task at hand. And so by knowing what to reach for, by knowing what makes me feel my best, that just takes one less thing to worry about. So what is in my Get Faster toolbox, my personal toolbox? Three different bottoms. For me, wearing the right bottom has always kind of been the hardest part about figuring out what I like to wear when I run. My go-tos, all of these linked in the show notes, my Woolico woman's biker shorts, obsessed with them, multiple pockets, one big enough for your phone, one big enough for your cards and keys. Can't say how much I love them. They're simple, a great compression fit, and they don't ride up, which is my biggest critique on 99.9% of running shorts. Also, I hate to do this, a run short that has been discontinued from Lululemon called the Train Time Short. I just love the material. And lastly, another Lululemon favorite, the All in the Right Places Tight, which has great pockets, a good high rise, and feels just comfortable. But applicable beyond just the ladies here, my other gear picks for running faster are my suite of sneakers that I lean into for this. So three of them to name drop here. First, the New Balance 890. They are a super light sneaker. I wear them often for my tempo work, and it just feels like something effortless, kind of like a second skin, super lightweight. I don't think they're super bouncy, so to speak, but they just make me feel fast. A second go-to for when I do want to pick up the pace, but might be doing it for a while. So something when I want to do threshold work that incorporates five or six miles at a time. This would be my Nike Pegasus. I love that they now have the airbag, as they call it, in the front of the shoe. It feels really bouncy and really supportive, despite also feeling super light. And then my last sneaker for when I want to pick up the pace and I'm really, really racing, ideally off of the track, is the Nike Next Percent. I wore it in Chicago. It's an expensive sneaker. It's definitely not a casual purchase, but it makes me feel my fastest. One note on the next, they've got like 150 miles in the max. So this is definitely a race day sneaker only. So yeah, like I said, bottoms have been a sticking point for me. Shoes have been a sticking point for me. Those are my favorites. And by knowing what I want to reach for when I'm getting out there to run fast, it makes me feel, I feel more confident that I can go out there and lay it down. And my last tip for you guys when it comes to how to become faster is stop believing that you're not a fast runner. 
It sounds, maybe it sounds easy. Maybe it sounds hard. However it sounds. For me, I, for a long, long time, just thought and believed that I was the kind of runner that ran 10 minute miles or 11 minute miles or a 14 minute half mile. I didn't really comprehend that there was more out there for me. And I was the one who was asking, how do I get faster? What do I do? I'll never be the kind of person that does that. When you stop believing the stories that you are telling yourself, then you can go after your full potential, period. And I think that I needed to be ready to let go of those stories. I think that I wasn't ready necessarily to progress to that next chapter. But if you feel like you are ready, that you want to go for more, that you are ready to put in the training to go for more, then you've got to stop believing your own BS. When you're willing to let go of what was and open yourself up to what can be, that is when you will find that your training might even surprise you. If you're out there and you're running and you see a number and you think that is your limit, then I want you to close your eyes and ask yourself, am I working as hard as I possibly can? Or if you're trying to go for a longer period of time, you should not be working as hard as you possibly can if you want to continue on with any sort of sustained effort. However, if you see a number and you think like, this is just where I'm at, or this is just who I am, close your eyes and ask yourself about that rate of perceived exertion. Are you actually only at a three when you could maintain a six? How does it feel to be in your body? It's something that we don't do enough, not just in running, but sometimes in our day to day, right? We think, I can't handle this or I can't do this. But what happens when you actually take inventory about what's physically happening, what's emotionally happening, what's really going on in that moment instead of telling yourself that this is how it's going? It's not an easy muscle to flex. But once you do, and it's funny, when you do this and you're running, you'll probably realize that this skill, this inventory taking, it's going to pay off in many other aspects of your life. Now, I do want to offer one bonus tip when it comes to finding your fast is also taking your recovery days or just like your base mileage as that base mileage by not overexerting yourself on these days, by not going too hard just for the sake of going hard. You're giving your body the TLC and the rest it needs to come back stronger, more efficient, and faster at the next round of effort just that little caveat. Take your easy days easy. So again, let's summarize here. To become a faster runner, you've got to run faster. You've got to find the right gear that takes the decision making out of your day to day and makes you feel confident and comfortable. And lastly, you have to stop believing the stories that you are telling yourself to embrace the next level version of you. I know you've got it in the bag. I know you can do this because you wouldn't be here listening to this episode if you didn't have it in you, if you weren't ready to go after your own potential. If you have other questions for me, if there's anything that you want to hear about as a weekly hurdle moment segment, I am all ears. Please do always feel free to reach out over Instagram DM at hurdle podcast and at Emily Abadi. And of course, over email, emily at hurdle.us. Another hurdle conquered. Catch you guys next time. 